Monday Truma, Shir 129, we are discussing the godless that man has the ability to choose. So basically it comes out that man is a partner with HaKadosh Baruch Hu in the universe. His shear, even though it's small, is his own to do as he chooses. Now why should he be given this tremendous power if a malach does not have this power? The answer is because the universe was created for man and not for malach. One man, you ready for this? One man is more important than all of the malachim and all of the universe together. One man. The malachim were created in multitudes. The animals were created in multitudes. But man was created single. And that demonstrates the chashivas of the human being. So we know man is more chashiv than the animals that we know. But that a human being is more chashiv than malachim, that is a discussion, but apparently he has a very nice point that I mean, even if a malach is, is maybe more chashev than a man, but definitely in the tachlis habria, the tachlis was for a human, not for a malach. Now, when we say human, we, need, we mean yidin. We don't mean goyim, generally speaking. Other mission was a yid for all practical purposes. Atem kuyim adam. Adam was considered a yid. There was no yidin and goyim then, but for all practical purposes, he was. We would consider him a yid. The purpose of this procedure is to, number one, to demonstrate that even for a single man, the entire universe is worth being creative. And the whole creation is an opportunity for a person to exercise his Bechir. So basically what we're saying is nothing will ha- which happens in the universe is as important as the slightest act of man. Zadavar Neir since the Tachlis Abriya is for man, every decision, every action that man does is greater than anything that happens in the universe. The universe waits with anxiety for the slightest act of a man. And that's why the Torah is so meticulous. In every detail of a mitzvah, even the slightest thought of a man is more important than the greatest upheavals that ever happened in nature. All of history are only important because it involves the employment of an individual's free will. The tzidkis of a generation, of a family, or even of one man is only important because of this concept. The changes that it takes place in a person's life or in governments or boundaries or these kind of things are unimportant. The only thing that's important is how a person utilizes his free will. And the Chachamim did not consider the study of history to be important. It's only when the events of history supply us with lessons did Chazal say over these events. It's a fascinating thing. Even then, they didn't try to present the facts the way the historians would have done, but they described the events in a fashion which brought out the lesson that we can learn from it. 
that's the way the Torah does it. The history of Adam Rishon, from Adam to Yaakov, is portrayed only in the history of men's relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu and their usage of their free will. Everything else is ignored. There were many, many powerful countries and nations, and they're not mentioned at all. The only reason why they're mentioned is in relation to Klal Yisrael or to whatever was going on by Klal Yisrael. Which is why when a person learns history, it's very important to learn it with the lens of a Adam Gadol, Talmud Chacham, like we explained in the History for Life share. A person has to have a proper look on history. It can't just be a course of events. There's a lesson that comes from it. After Yaakov and his children, the Pesukim are only interested in the history of Klal Yisrael. Their relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the way they responded with their Bechira. And now, what about the rest of mankind? There is no meaning at all in anything that takes place in mankind which is not connected to the destiny of Klal Yisrael. <clears throat> not only is the history of Klal Yisrael manipulated by their Nishlam in order to enable them to use their free will, but the history of all nations and all men is manipulated for the same purpose, for Klal Yisrael's usage of their free will and the purpose of Klal Yisrael. That's the only reason why the Rebbein Islam makes anything take place in this world. So here you see clearly he's saying that a guy, apparently his Bechira doesn't count. His Bechira doesn't count. Does a guy have Bechira? Does a guy have Bechira? It's a very foundational question. Does a guy have Bechira? We would say, yeah, sure, a guy has Bechira. Because we have Bechira, why shouldn't a guy have Bechira? Do you have Bechira when you go to the closet to pick the blue tie or the red tie? Do you have Bechira for that? Pash does not. That's not Bechira, that's instinct. Whatever you're in the... Unless there's a Bechira that goes into it. For example, unless... There's a cheshbin why you want this tie over that tie. But when you walk into a restaurant, you want to choose what you want to eat for supper. There's no Bechira involved in that. Bechira is a Yiras Shemayim discussion. It's a choice that you make to come closer to the Rabbani Shalom or Chas Shalom the other way. No, he doesn't say that. That's a fact. Chazal said, Which means the only thing that you have Bechira is something that pertains to Yiras Shemayim. Okay? Well, maybe in the Sheva Mitzvah's Menenayach, maybe. That's what I'm saying. Maybe regarding fulfilling a mitzvah, he would have Bechir. I'm, I'm just proving that just like a Yid's choice to decide what kind of car he wants to drive is not Bechir. It's like a dog has a choice. Does he want to chase the man or not chase the man? That's not Bechir. That's instinct. You can map it inside a... If you know the... And that's the mistake that the psychologists make, that they think you, they can map your Bechir. If they know every single thing you did in your history of your life, so they'll know the next choice you're going to make. That's not true. A person has Bechira. Bechira is something that we don't understand. And there's no way to map it. A person has a choice. Finished. Nigmar Sipur. An animal is governed by a series of emotions and instincts. So if you would have a, uh, a computer that would analyze everything that goes on in the animal's life, you would know what his next choice will be. And the same thing with anything that comes 
not from a Yeras Shemayim Aliyah in Avedis Hashem perspective. So therefore, a guy technically, regarding most actions that he does, does not really have Bechir. Now obviously, something that he does which, which, is, which involves Bechir, yeah, has Bechir. Something that he does, let's say, to hurt a Yid, something he's going to be punished for. Something he does he's not allowed to do, that has Bechir. The Gemara says in Yavamis that the ships that go to, from, I forgot the Lashon of Gemara, he says from Gaul to Spain, I think it's Aspamia, I forgot the Lashon of Spain, I think it's Aspamia, and I forgot the other, the other name of the city that Chazal say, they're only Matzliach because of Kalal Yisrael. Any suffering that comes on the world is because of Kalal Yisrael. All events and all objects exist to utilize free will. And Klal Yisrael is the main purpose of the plan of free will. So every single thing that a person bumps into is a test to his free will. And he's going to give examples of how that is. We don't realize how subtle free will is. <clears throat> the smallest opportunity that a person has to smile at somebody else, we'll see soon other examples, is... He gives very, very interesting examples that the Rebbe sets up situations in a person's life that he should be able to exercise his Bechir. Uh, but that's the purpose of everything that takes place in this world is for a person to be able to utilize this nace, this nace nigla that the Rebbe gave to us, which is free will.